Kenny, welcome back to yet another episode of our podcast show, Casuals. Well, happy to be here. I, I didn't <laughs> yeah. know what to say for a moment. I was like, yeah, we are here doing Casuals again, huh? Yeah, I, well, it, I know this is new to you, uh, well, being it, a guest is, on this show. It is weird being back after like yeah. half a year of being off. <laughs> You we know. were busy we had shit to do yeah we Come had on. shit to do so what do you want from us what do you want from us look it's so weird because we're recording this. it's what 4 30 right now and it's like pitch black outside like yeah i feel like i should be napping right now honestly yeah oh god well you know what that i, I think that kind of pairs well with what we're going to be talking about today because we just uh we had the game awards come up mm-hmm. and they were very dull and i wanted to fall asleep the entire time but we'll get to that later i um, did i yeah, you fell asleep. Oh, yes, yeah. you did. Yeah, because you yeah. have work the next day. You're a busy bean. Yep. Not anymore. Your boy is unemployed. Hey, join it. Join that life. Welcome. Mm-hmm. Um. All right, so I figured, Uh. let's, so last week I mentioned I was playing Shin Megami Tensei Five, mm-hmm. And I'm, mm-hmm. I'm going to stop saying the full title for that fucking game. <laughs> I'm just going to call it SMTV uh, or SMT5, uh, whatever. But um, I was playing that game and I finally beat it. Now, it got because I mentioned last week that there wasn't really a lot to do. I'm so sick of this comparison of all these games to Breath of the Wild. Like a lot of fucking Persona nerds on on YouTube were, were like saying that this is like their Breath of the Wild game. It's not. It's got just a big map, sure. Yeah, just because it's open world is because it's got reason? a map, and it's oh. not even like that open world. It's just got like maps you can walk around, and then the little Min Men. You find like little Koroks everywhere that give you abilities. So it's, it's... like. That's the extent. That's the extent it, of it. There's nothing else to do. Is Elden Ring Dark Souls Breath of the Wild then to them? Like Yeah, I might as well be. But um yeah, yeah so I got to a point where I was get I was getting real stale with the game. I was kind of bored. Uh the maps just became worse and worse as we went. Huh. Um and I just I, I found myself not having as much fun with it as I did. And I got worried. I'm like, oh shit, is this gonna be that kind of RPG that I fall out of? Because uh, the gameplay got so repetitive, that loop is just so repetitive. The ca- you know none of the plot really stuck with me at all. Yeah. So then I had an idea. I'm like, all right, well, I kind of do want to just finish this game at this point. So I dropped the difficulty down. Uh, they have a special difficulty you have to download called Safety Difficulty. I like to call it God Mode because okay. this difficulty it it's it's like you level up so quick. Everyone's like a one hit kill. Uh, it's so I went from like level 60 to level 80 in like 20 minutes. So I, I and you know, granted, is that ideal? Probably not. But I no. found myself but with that, I found myself having a lot more fun with it. So did, did that let you appreciate the story? Because I imagine what that's what the safety difficulty is for people yes, who just th- want the story. Yeah, that's specifically for people that just want story. Um, as somebody who doesn't care about the story, no. Um, I enjoy the story just about as much as I did before I dropped the difficulty. Hmm. But I did find a lot of fun. Just like It felt like adding cheat codes to a game and then just running around like causing chaos. It, it was a lot of fun just going around, like one-shotting all these difficult enemies that I wasn't able to, and then getting all this experience, like doing, okay. jumping like three, four levels at a time. So that brought a separate fun factor to it that might not be what everybody else uh, thinks is, I don't know, valid for a game like that. I know a lot of people think these games are great because they're very difficult, but it reinvigorated my enjoyment of the game for a little bit. And then I got to the end and I started getting bored again, but I... I kind of wanted to talk about that real quick as far as difficulty goes in games. Because you have some people that'll play like Doom Eternal and they'll say, oh, well, you, if you don't play it on like Nightmare Difficulty, that's not the intended way. I, you like it. You like a hard game, Kenny, right? Yeah. I, I, you know, I've been known to like a hard game here and there. Yeah. Um, so, so how do you feel about someone like me dropping the difficulty down to baby mode, uh, god mode as I like to call it, but still having fun? I I think like... We have different gamers who are looking for different things when they play video games, you know? For me yeah. specifically, I'm looking for a challenge because I want to feel good about myself um, and, you know, know that I could actually accomplish something. So that, that that's outside why I play Outside of real games. life, yeah. Yeah, outside of real life. Well, because that's, that's harder. That's, like, top-tier difficulty, yeah, uh, yeah. real-life stuff. Um, but, no, I think, like, you you spent your money on a game, and that was in there. And you enjoyed your game, and you got more worth out of it. So that's good. Mm-hmm. Well, it's just um, weird because I wouldn't have, I wouldn't have dropped the difficulty if it was. I, I'm going to keep comparing to Yakuza just because that's my favorite RPG. But uh, Yakuza, like a dragon, that game 
I played it, you know, pretty standard difficulty. I think I played it on like hard or normal. I forget, but um, I had a great time with it. You know, obviously it wasn't that difficult of a game, but even if I did have any like big like difficulty uh, hikes or, or spikes like that throughout the game, I there was still enough to do around the main loop that kept me interested. That you know, this was just like oh, you know, I got tired of the game. Like yeah, sure, I can continue doing it at the same difficulty, but I'd be so bored and I'd lose interest. Um, so yeah, it's just, I, I think it really just comes down to the game wasn't fun for me, so I had to make my own fun. Um, and I wish there was a bit more variety outside of just press turn combat. Um, no, that's totally fair. You know, I think, I think the main argument against like dropping difficulty in games is artistic vision, which I also can totally get behind. So where, where I'm at and what I'm thinking is like, if the game had that in there, that's great. But if it was like not intended to be in there by the game's creator because they had some yeah. sort of artistic vision for it, like if the difficulty was part of the message of the game, then they are not required to put in lower difficulty into the game, you know? Like Pokemon. Like Pokemon. That, that was... game's hard as shit. Yeah, well, I was, it's funny because I was talking to a friend the other day and she was really going in depth about like, all like the different uh ways you can like improve your 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 like group set in pokemon and all the different stat boosts you can do and like you know she's like resetting her game to try to get like a, a perfect shiny because of a certain stat that it has and i'm thinking to myself man i played all the same pokemon games as you and i beat it just by pressing a a bunch of times so yeah. i feel like there's that because there's no difficulty selection in pokemon yeah. so she kind of had to put this self-imposed difficulty in the game in order to get more out of it, which again is I you know comparable to me dropping the difficulty to get more out of it. I have to self-impose fun um, mm. on my own terms there. So it's just it, I don't know a game like Pokemon. It'd be nice if there if the first thing you saw was you know small, medium, or large. Pick your experience. Do you want a more difficult game? If you're more experienced, if you grew up with Pokemon, is this new to you? Do you want something more relaxed? I don't think we'll ever see that with Pokemon or like just about any Nintendo game. Uh, Unless it's like Metroid, you you know what I think is actually um better game design, if they don't have your options for difficulty right at the start, but they have yeah. something that can like affect the difficulty when you get in, you're not like not like um like Snake wearing the chicken hat in Metal Gear Solid Five, like <laughs> you know that not like that kind of thing that shames yeah. you for it, but something in the because like uh, I was thinking of Sekiro honestly, okay. and that doesn't have a difficulty. But it does have things in the game that can make it easier for you. Um, or you could, you know, self-impose your own difficulty on it. I'm pretty sure. I don't really remember Sekiro that much, to be honest. But I've, I've been wanting to play that for a bit. I haven't gotten to that yet. It, well, it's very hard. And now, that, no, you want, actually, no, it didn't have uh, things you could put in there. Um, the reason I'm remembering Sekiro is because an article came out about they were they were whining about like Sekiro should have uh difficulty options for lower difficulty. Mm-hmm. And I don't think that's necessary. Yeah. I I uh, granted granted if somebody was making an informed purchase when they bought it. You know what I mean? Yeah. If they bought it and it's too hard and you know it's like they wasted 60 bucks. But Ultimately, that comes from what we're saying on the show all the time is make an informed purchase before you buy something, you know? Naturally, yeah. Try not to day one shit yeah. unless you're I, certain. <laughs> I feel like I feel like I went around in circles on there, but you get what I'm saying, though, right? I, I feel where you're coming from. Like, so an example I was thinking about was, like, uh, Skyrim. Yeah. Uh, Skyrim, at, you know, I feel like the progression of that game, from what I gather from it so far, mm-hmm. the leveling system kind of ups the difficulty at a pace that's natural to you through the ways that you play so if you're you know one-handed like highly leveled and you know this and that then that affects how the enemies come at you in in, in certain ways so i think something like that can be beneficial but also you you can also just change the difficulty in skyrim so i don't know i i feel like um some games do put little notes next to the difficulty saying like the intended way to play the game um you know bullshit like that like like uh, uh what was it uh, D- uh ghosts and goblins that new one they were like they were like hey if you, if you want to play this game you got to play like this difficulty if you want our vision you know at, at least let people know what your intention is going into it i see i kind of don't like that because for me with somebody who's like i have to like 
you know, be the best at this game, essentially. It's almost like I have to play it the way they intended or harder. Like, I can't, and this might just be a me thing, go to the easier difficulty setting. So that's why I wish it would, like, do something in-game where it's like I'm not locking myself into the easy route, but, like, I can alter it as I'm playing without it, like, coming out and saying, like, hey, you just beat the easy mode, you know? Yeah. Oh, you know what? You know what had a really good uh, difficulty uh, selection was Kid Icarus Uprising, and they kind of brought that over to Smash, where there's that there's that risk reward scale. Are you familiar with that? Um, I remember. I think I know what you're talking about in Smash. Yeah, it's it's similar in Kid Icarus. It, it originated there. Uh, I I do believe where um, the, you know, it's just like a little slider. The hot, you know, the higher the difficulty, the more rewards you get, the more experience you get, whatever. The lower it is the less rewards you get, but the easier the experience is. So you can kind of find your own balance in there. And then as you go, it'll it'll start to slowly go up and up and up to match the experience that you're getting in the game to match, you know, how good you're getting at it uh, from playing it. So I, I can talk with that. That's, that's a nice medium step. Yeah. yeah. There's enough there. There's enough. Yeah. But anyway, um, that's Shimigami Tensei Five. I enjoyed it for the most part. I'd say it's the best RPG I played this year. It's also the only RPG I played this year, unless you count Skyrim, and that game's old. So yeah. this is what this is what SMT fans have been waiting for. I'm watching some reviews on it, and everyone's like, "The story is god level. It is the best story of any Shimigami Tensei game." And I'm like, "Holy shit! The main character doesn't talk, idiots! Like how 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 cool can that be? When your main I mean, character the main doesn't character... talk." The main character doesn't talk in a lot of RPGs. Link doesn't talk, and people still <laughs> love those fucking stories. So yeah, but Zelda's epic, so there's the difference. Right, right. Yeah, the difference Your is Nintendo I grew up playing Zelda. Uh-huh, yeah, uh-huh. I, gr- I grew up playing Zelda. I didn't grow up playing uh, this Japanese game. So I, there you I go. just I don't play. I didn't play Japanese games growing up. I only played Zelda. That's such a. I I could just perfectly <laughs> imagine a soy face with that. But Zelda is epic. <laughs> Yeah, Zelda is very epic. Um, all right, I'm done talking about how epic Zelda is. You know what is um actually, you know what is epic and in a very traditional sense, Arcane. I I fucking did. Let me try that again. Yeah. <laughs> Take it from the top. Uh, no, I enjoy, I enjoyed Arcane. No, I'm, you're not editing. I'm editing this one. It's I, going out. I'm like I'm the creative director. I make the choices. Right. Right. <laughs> um. No, I I I loved Arcane. Honestly, like. Before I watched it, I was like, uh, League of Legends, that's kind of garbage. Like, yeah. Well, why, why are people recommending this trash and saying it's the best show ever? Yeah. Why'd my, why, um, why'd my dad watch this and say it's really good? Like, what the right. fuck? My dad doesn't talk to me, but yeah, something like that. <laughs> but, um, oh. Uh, Get him on the podcast. No, it's awesome. Uh, how, how deep into it are you? You finished it, right? Yeah, I'm, I'm done okay. with it. Um, I, should should we should we say spoilers for Arcane here? Um yeah, if you'd like. Yeah. I mean, it's by the time this comes out, it's been out for a minute. I'm pretty sure by the time we release this episode, season 2 will be out. So yeah. Every, everybody who was going to watch it should have watched it already. So At this point, I feel yeah, uh, all the stragglers are have been picked up. But uh yeah, I mean, overall, my thoughts on it um I, I, without saying animation's great. Uh I think so many times, I what's so hideous about animation sometimes that I don't like in this cold, dark, digital future we live in is that a lot of 2D animation will have 3D elements to it that don't fit, and they feel very obviously out of place. Like, you watch a 2D animated show or a movie, and then you see, like, a 3D car or, like, building, and it just feels so out of place and rushed and weird. This or... flips it. What, what's so brilliant is that this show flips it. It's a 3D show with 2D accents. So it just makes it look good and it looks cool and it complements it very well. And it's only for like, you know, particle effects and lasers and shit, but it's just smoke, water. It's great. That's that's interesting. I didn't know about the uh, animation aspect of it. I know it looks beautiful just by looking yeah. at it, but I didn't get yeah, too much a lot deeper of, than that. A lot of 2D was mixed in with the 3D. So instead of doing primarily 2d with added 3d it's primarily 3d with added 2d which is very unique it's not really something i've seen much of if at all i can't really recall any other projects that have done that so that in and of itself is very impressive maybe spider-verse threw a little bit of that in but i don't know if it was all digital or not i I do not know enough but i know people are comparing this to spider-verse and i I think for good reason visually for good reason um yeah it looks fantastic and i want more animation like it yeah plus like every episode it's like I don't know, like, it must have went through, like, a million board meetings about, like, 
people just perfectly crafting the story to just be so addicting. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. the, the world they created, which, you know, has been there, obviously. It's Runeterra from League of Legends and Runeterra, mm. the card game. But, like, the way they crafted each individual character's arc, like, to perfectly culminate in the end there, which left off for a good season two, is just is genius. Um, who who was your favorite character watching it, though? Um, I liked the fat kid in the beginning that fucking Clagor. died. Okay, okay. Actually, yeah, I have a good and point. Eyebrows. I'm glad they I have died. A good... Milo. Uh, by the way, uh, Milo was voiced by uh, Yuri Lowenthal, uh, Sasuke, and Clagor was voiced by Sonic the Hedgehog. Yuri, whoa, Yuri Lowenthal. Wasn't he Spider-Man in PS4 before they yep. uh, before they changed him? That poor bastard. No, he was still voicing it. The face. Yeah, they they changed the face to a much worse face that looks like a generic like white. Uh, a Tom YouTuber. Holland face. A Tom Holland face. That makes sense. Um, yep. no. Speaking of Clagor, though, like so, as I was watching this without my League of Legends knowledge, in the back of my mind, for every character, I was like, "Oh, this person's a this person's like a League of Legends character. Like it's a hero in the game." I was yep. trying to figure out who they were, and then spoilers. Clagor and Milo eat it. They fucking die. Yeah. And I'm like, okay, I guess they're no one. Um, but they do come back in an interesting way with Jinx and all that. She goes, Which I'm I'm very happy. I, I like how they do that because it's good that they don't just have Jinx be, you know, crazy wacky Harley Quinn just because she's yeah. crazy and wacky. Like, you know, they she's literally haunted uh by she, these she killed them. Characters. Yeah. yeah. Like, it's 100% she fucking killed these people, and that's sticking with her. And so it's not just, like, random voices. It's like, oh, she's so she's so uh, alt and, and wacky. It's like, <laughs> uh, it, there's more connection to, like, why she's like that, which I like. It's it doesn't it's not just, like, because that's her character. It's, no, this is why. It, it takes you through the steps. Um, exactly. That's, I was real worried when I started watching it, though, because I hate... And this is, this is something I don't like about the show. It's more of a personal gripe. I don't okay. like when any kind of media starts off like the opening prologue or the opening act is them as kids that's what's keeping me from playing horizon that's what i don't like about just about any like animated film that's geared towards you know a younger audience they always feel the need to start off with them as kids like wonder woman does that and it's like something that can be interesting sure but i don't go i'm not going into this wanting to see a bunch of kids running around it's fun when they die because it's like oh it like raises the stakes well, no, because you don't think kids are gonna fucking die in a cartoon. Okay, so at the end enough. of the at the end of episode three, when they all fucking die, it's like holy shit! Like I suddenly care about these characters I didn't care about because now they raise the stakes. Death is very real; it could happen to anybody in this cartoon. Um, huh. And it was fucking emotional. I I caught myself. I was like, wow, very you know, good on you for following through Killing with child murder. Right. Yeah, it's it's ballsy. People don't like doing that. They they don't like killing animals. They don't like killing kids anymore. You know what? What happened to us, right? Yeah, uh, what happened to us as as a society where we don't want to kill small things like kids and dogs? It's, All right, it's anyway. the SJWs. I'm telling you. Yeah, um, there you go. It's BuzzFeed. They've neutered I, us. You see, I don't. I don't have a problem with like a good time skip. You know, I feel like that can add a lot of emotional depth to the characters. I mean, I know. I, I think. I don't have anything against like kids in you know anime or you know animated stories like that obviously child actors in movies like are the, are the worst are the worst yeah. yeah um no i have no problem with that I, I i like um them growing up and seeing where they land and who they became especially echo who is mm. the dopest fucking character they've ever made i liked i yeah. liked his reintroduction i didn't like the whole like music video aspect of it but like the, the push a t song shit. was good really because that's what i didn't like about the episode before that because they have like imagine dragons as characters there, like singing the song so that episode sucks because there's an episode where you have to hear the theme song from imagine dragons and then later on in the episode you have to hear that fucking song again because they play good, it and they did some scene. like they did some like mocap with the with the bands to like get their like their movements and it just looks so cringe so I really don't like that. It's like in Saga, like I, I kind of reference uh, the, the comic Saga when I think about this. There's a line like on, in like issue like 27 or 29 where one of the characters says the word fidget spinner and it's so out of place. And it's the one thing I really fucking hate about Saga. Everything else is perfect. But uh, that's how I feel about that. It's like, why'd you have to put that in? And then it goes into another music number that feels like a music video. 
and it's just like can we get on with it already it's you're you're, you're filling up time here uh the Come opinions on. of matt divine do not represent uh casuals as a whole <laughs> no only as a half there. yeah uh, there's a better half but that's okay um <laughs> you're my better half now, Kenny. that's sweet considering i just like made fun of you and dissed you that's really sweet i appreciate it i don't have it. many friends kenny <laughs> It's getting a little too real on this podcast. Let's move on to the. There's a reason I have scheduled time to talk with my friend, <laughs> and I have the excuse right. of recording it to get to get away with it. Do you remember that one time? Actually, you wouldn't come over to my house unless I paid you gas to drive over to my house. <laughs> I don't. Why but did it sounds I like do some that? Shit I would do. It sounds like some shit I would do. Oh my god! Well, you lived very far away at the time. Yeah, but you, it's like uh, here, you were I'm in the middle of nowhere. You, I'm basically paying you to hang out with me. Like, how sad is that? <laughs> Did I, ever tell you, did I ever tell you the time I went to Rocky's house back in like, it must be like ninth grade. I went over to Rocky's house and uh, we were hanging out for a bit. And then I found out like he was like on his phone and I saw like all okay. these messages. He like messaged like 50 people before me seeing if they want to hang out. <laughs> None of them got back to him. Wow. <laughs> so so you, so you were... me. Oh my God. That was That's the funniest shit. That's I love it. Up. I love Rocky. I love I'm Rocky. Gonna, I'm going to call him out on that after this. Yeah, sure. I've, I, I, dude, my... Oh my god, like I have so many so many high school stories, middle yeah. school stories. But um anyway, back to Arcane. Uh what I mean, what else is there to say? Uh what I mean, d- I I really enjoyed it. Would I watch a season 2? Yes. Would I wait until 2023? I guess we'll have to wait and see. I mean, you kind of have to if that's not if that's when they're going to release it. You know, you have no choice yeah, in the matter. Am I going to care by then? Cuz media is oh, moving so fast these yeah. days. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, for some things, like, uh, for I think One Punch Season 2 took a while, and they got a shittier animation studio, and then people just th- kind of stopped caring. I so heard, I feel like you, yeah. you do have a certain amount of time, but with as good as this show is, I would want them to take their time on it. Agreed. Yeah. Agreed. Yeah, like, so. like Spider-Verse. Like, I'm okay with oh, yeah. waiting for, for a good quality. And you, judging by the track record, you can assume the next uh, is likely going to be of, of a, a similar caliber, I hope. But, um... Yeah, and you know, League of Legends in general, they're 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 doing this huge multimedia push right now mm-hmm. that I think is kind of interesting. Like ten years later, they have all this money, and now they decide to make like eight games and a television series and an album. Like, what the fuck? Uh huh. Uh-huh. <laughs> I'm I'm so looking forward to Project L. Honestly, the fighting game that, that they're coming out with. The fighting. Oh game. yeah, yeah, yeah. Because yeah. they're doing they're doing a fighting game. They're doing like an RPG. They're doing like that side scroller thing. They're doing they're. Mm-hmm. They they're dipping their little phalanges into every fucking subgenre, which is good because um, the best media surrounding League of Legends is everything that isn't League of Legends specifically. Do not play League of Legends. I'm warning everybody out there. It's a bad. That game. seems like a common statement. It, That's a common thing I hear. It, it's a toxic hellhole that I only played two rounds of. Didn't the Anti Defamation League say that it's like one of the worst video game communities to be a part of? I could, I could see it, you know. Ugh. Even League of Legends players are like, we suck. Like yeah. we suck. We hate it here. Can't you just turn uh, your microphone off? Oh, I thought you meant me. I was like, well, we kind of got to do a show, so <laughs> I can't. No. I can't mute it. Hey, if you're playing um, the game, you can't just mute mute the mic and just like play in your own there, little world. There's text chat. Yeah. Okay. So no matter screen. what, no matter yeah. what, someone's gonna call you like some kind of racial slur. Pretty much. Speaking That's of funny. racial slurs, um, the Game Awards, huh? Yeah, the Game Awards. I, um, <laughs> I had a really good time watching this. Uh, it's funny because I, I watched the Game Awards with a couple of friends. And like you could tell at first when we were watching it, like everyone's excited. We're all sitting around, you know, waiting to watch it. And then as the show kept going, people start like dropping like flies. Like one dude had to go to bed. You know, uh, one, you know, someone else is on their switch and like the energy was the room there. And fucking laundry. Like no one, like no one gives yeah. it. It was like two people left watching it by the end. It's like let's just go home. Like who wants to watch the rest of this? <laughs> it was so. It, it it was a shame. But uh, tell you what, let's go through some of these announcements first. Um, at least some of the ones I give a shit about. Okay. And then we'll jump into some of those winners and give our thoughts on that. So uh, just running through some of these announcements. Uh, a uh, big first one I noticed was Wonder Woman. Um, mm-hmm. no, no game show, no gameplay shown, just a static NFT image of Wonder Woman, uh, standing there menacingly. Um, now this is interesting because of the company that's making this game, it might use that nemesis system from the Mordor games. Are you familiar that's with fair. that? Yeah. 
Yeah, because yeah, they be patented that, and we haven't seen it since. So people are saying that we might see that here, which would be cool. I mean, Wonder Woman fucking somebody up, and then, then coming back later with like an eye patch and a hook on their hand. <laughs> I mean, they also do make Batman, so it might just be Batman with Wonder Woman. You know what I mean? I mean, I I think it'd be a lot of fun. There's there's a lot you can do with it, a more fantastical angle um, to that kind of gameplay. Uh, I'm, yeah, but yeah, I, I'm excited yeah, to see it, but... You have to have like generic like enemies for that. You know what I mean? To like kind of really customize them. You know, I'm and, like... sure. I'm sure there's a lot they can dip into with Wonder Woman. Yeah. Like she could fight some like evil like Greek looking zombies or something. She can go. I just read a really good uh, mini series. It was uh, Batman and Wonder Woman, where they go to this like Irish fairy tale land to solve a murder. And it's like the like the detective stuff with Batman, but then like the fantasy shit with Wonder Woman kind of brought together, and it was it was a lot of fun. You could do something like that, make it weird, you know, send her to like a little fucking fantasy world where she has to swing around and tell goblins not to lie. That's the best line you could say there. Just make it weird. Yeah, and then you're make doing it weird. Good, so. Seriously, I I, I want to see some fun shit. Uh, don't give me Wonder Woman in World War One, uh, jumping around like Captain America. Mm-hmm. But yeah, so I don't know. That's Wonder Woman. Uh. uh I'll give more of a shit when I see some gameplay eventually. Mm-hmm. Uh, so now here's something that I'm very excited for that doesn't have gameplay, but I am still excited for, even though it goes against one of my tenets: no game, no hype. Uh, Alan Wake Two. Mm-hmm. Have you? Yeah, have, were you I, ever I, an Alan Wake fan? No, but I specifically called you out on this. Yeah, you no did. Game, no which is, hype. No, it's like... true. But you know what? It's Remedy. And they have a really mm. good track record with these games, especially the last Alan Wake game. Uh, I heard the remake they did. I haven't played the remastered version, but uh, I heard that was a lot of fun and that they did a good job with that. So Yo, actually, judging by te- that... Technically, I did play an Alan Wake game, Control. Yeah, there you go. Yeah, so yeah, it's it's good. But also, um, I hear that this new one is going to be more survival horror rather than action, which I'm definitely interested in. Yes, that I'm excited for. The trailer definitely leans more into horror. Uh, it seems like there's going to be different locations, not just that little town he was in. Um, and then it's funny because the last game I would classify as a horror game as well. It's got a lot of horror elements in it. So, I mean, your main character is a, a horror writer. They call him Stephen King. <laughs> so I think that if they're going to lean more into that, they already have a good bedrock for a survival horror uh, type game. So yeah, super hyped for Alan Wake 2. We'll see what happens. The studio said that they're going to go on media lockdown until they actually have something to show. So that's good. I'm a-okay with that. I feel like with a lot of these, you know, before we move on, um, a lot of these announcements feel very lackluster. We just got a lot of like updated looks at games and trailers. Uh, Um, I think that a lot of it was just that these studios don't have much to show because of shipping and production issues around, you know, the pandemic and everything. Last yeah. year we got lucky because a lot of games that weren't pushed were already coming out. So yeah. we actually got to enjoy them, but this year might be a little tight. Uh this year, year we're feeling well. it. So yeah. yeah. This year this year we definitely felt it, especially if you see some of these next year, hopefully with some of these new games coming out. I mean we have God of War, we're gonna have Spider Man coming soon. So mm-hmm. we have stuff coming, but uh 2021 a bit slow i mean nintendo's big tentpole fucking game for uh their their big holiday title was diamond and pearl remake you know yeah, that's bizarre whatever. yeah that's very bizarre and they did better with metroid so anyway let's get back into some of these announcements here um very underwhelming texas chainsaw game uh same folks Dude, it, it's, friday it's 13th just gonna game. be it's gonna mm-hmm. be dead by daylight or friday the 13th again they're getting Kane Hodder to do uh, the mocap for Leatherface, which is kind of cool. He played uh, yeah. Jason in a few of the Jason films and also did the mocap for Jason in the game, which I think is very cool. Fair enough. Yeah, I did hear about that. Um, my friend Bello had a good point about this Texas Chainsaw game. About this yeah. Texas Chainsaw game. Is You're that speaking like one of them Texans right now. <laughs> uh, poorly. Um, so, yeah. Too that... much whiskey in your cup. Yep. Um... But basically, uh, he said, survival horror, Texas Chainsaw. Imagine, like, you're going around, like, uh, Resident Evil 7, like the Baker family. Except for, you know, it's obviously... I, I'm not too familiar with the Texas Chainsaw movies, but, you know, yeah. I think it shares a similar vibe with, like, a creepy family. You're hiding, oh, yeah. you know, you can't really fight back too much because they're not... Oh, that's definitely... that. Yeah. That's where the inspiration for Resi 7 came from, yeah just turn it right around because i mean there's not really going to be much originality to this game anyway so yeah i'd be fine with that if it was hey shit make it vr 
You know, I the last thing I want uh-huh. is for a four v one kind of game. I'm getting kind of sick of those. It's not something with, I'm interested in with horror specifically because it's kind of like we have Dead by Daylight. So yeah. what do else once, can you do? You're good. Yeah, and I, well, yeah. they're doing that Dragon Ball Z one too. That one's interesting only because that's very it's good. bizarre. Yeah, it's good that Dragon Ball is actually like trying something new rather than a fighting game again. Yeah, I'm perfectly fine with that, though I would like another Fighters game eventually. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. All right, so uh, this is actually kind of exciting. So Telltale's back. Uh, I know they were closed down for a bit. They recently came back. Um, not, I'm not entirely too sure what went down there or if it's much of the same team, what's going on with that. But they did announce uh, not one but two games at the Game Awards this year. Have you heard about these? Um, I saw one about like this TV series that I have no interest in whatsoever. Yeah, well, so they're doing the the Expanse, which is uh, based off of the show, which is based off of the books. Uh, the the last book in that series just came out. These it's like these two dudes wrote this massive book series, and they'll like marathon like every year they'll release a new one. There's like eight of okay. them or something, and uh, it's just a huge oh my god. But um, I heard those books are fantastic. I have the first one, uh, Leviathan Wakes, but uh, I think is it called Leviathan? Uh, I can't see. I don't care. Whatever. <laughs> it's there somewhere. I'll read it eventually. That yeah, sounds F- about right. Fucking, I don't, I don't read books. But, um, mm-hmm. so anyway, so they have the Expanse game coming out, which I, 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 I guess, uh, somebody's mm-hmm. interested in that. But what I'm more interested in, uh, even though the, uh, graphics don't look that great, is the Star Trek game they're doing. Yeah. I, can't, I want, oh. no offense, Matt, I can't get too excited for anything Telltale. You don't like Star Trek, or you just don't like tel- uh, Telltale? Telltale. They're 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 a shitty, bad company who treats their employees poorly, and the games all end up like the decisions don't actually matter. You can see it so clearly, like you know. Well, I uh, all right. Full disclosure: I've only played The Walking Dead and like one mm. episode of The Wolf Among Us, and I really like those. Uh, mm. I haven't played because they've made a Telltale game for fucking everything. There's a Game of Thrones one. There's the batman one the guardians one forgot about that holy shit Mm. um so yeah i i just i like star trek a lot i recently uh just got into next gen finally i've been meaning to watch it and i'm watching it now and i'm really enjoying it um but i'm a big like original series fan i hate what the new shows are doing (laughs) a lot but um so i i'm hoping that this game isn't going to give us like a big action experience i want a more story driven episode Personal, of star yeah. trek yeah like have these characters interact they can go on away missions oh something fucked up on the bridge we got to go fix it and oh there's uh we got to communicate with i mean star trek the core of that show is communication so i feel like mm-hmm. that would work perfectly with a telltale style game where okay we're face to face with a romulan warship and here are our options we have to talk our way out of this we can't just zap you know zap shit we have to figure this out we have to be you know peaceful we have to negotiate I think that could work really well if you do it really well, but um, we'll see. Uh, fingers crossed, just because I want, you know, a bo- I want a boring Star Trek game. God damn it, that's what I want. Yeah, I mean, I mean, here's hoping for you, but uh, basically, just I guess never replay a Telltale game because then all the magic will fall apart. So. Oh God, I think you're right. All right, well, mm-hmm. <laughs> let's move on. Wait, did it wasn't Telltale? Was it Valve that did Poker Night? Have you played those? Yeah, Valve did Poker Night. <laughs> those are fu- those, uh, Poker Night Two's fun. I like I, that one a lot. I never tried it, but I just know it's like a weird assortment of characters. Ash from Evil Dead's in it. And yeah, GLaDOS Brock, is the Brock, dealer. Brock Sampson from uh, yeah. Venture Bros. I love, I love, I love that shit. I mean, you know how much I like crossovers. I think right. now is the perfect time for another Poker Night game. But don't call it Poker Night. Call it Game Night. And then have other games that are not poker. Okay. With yeah. and you can Expand select it. characters. It's not just like a set four characters that you play with. You can like select different characters to play different mm-hmm. things with and see see how they interact. You know when you play Injustice and like the Ninja Turtles say something quippy to Hellboy. Yeah. It's like do sh- and you can do shit like that and have more interactions. That'd be a lot of fun for a Poker Night three. Um, Valve, get at me. Yeah, Valve, uh-huh. that's free. Um, if you still ever want to make a video game ever again. There you go. Yeah, make it VR. There you go. Oh, make it VR. They like their VR. There, there, there you go. go. Poker Night 3 VR. It's going to be great. Featuring Half-Life Alex. That's her full name. Um, yep. Anyway, so um, the cousin of Star Trek, we have Star Wars Eclipse. Uh, mm-hmm. What do you think of yeah. that? That's another that's another telltale situation there because Quantic Dreams, they're known for their story-driven 
uh, more kind of stiff games. Let me copy and paste my response. Another um, shitty bad company who treats their employees poorly with a game with decisions that ultimately don't actually matter. Kenny, you will, your mouth must be very dry because you're going to have to be saying that a lot throughout every conversation we have because oh, all these all game bad. companies are shitty and awful. That, yeah, but, <laughs> but like Quantic Dream specifically, David Cage is an unhinged lunatic. So, In a fun Quentin yeah. Tarantino way or in a shitty yeah, like, Roman Polanski like, way? Like in a shitty Roman Polanski kind of way. I don't oh, actually so, know so you're Roman saying Polanski. he touched kids? <laughs> I didn't know that, actually. But, <laughs> well, yeah, Roman Polanski, he left the country because he diddled a kid. I didn't know that. Yeah, a shitty Man, guy. fuck Roman Polanski. And then um, like two like two years later at the Oscars, everyone gives him a standing ovation. It's fucking bullshit. Uh, no, David David Cage is a, is a mega sexual harasser. Um, made everybody uncomfortable. I'm pretty sure there was like some sort of like... He... he had the mod a nude um, Elliot Page model into the game for uh, Beyond Two Souls? Yeah. Against her, you know, wishes. Oh, so, interesting. I mean, his, my apologies. His yeah, wishes. that's all right. Well, that's funny. I was just talking to my partner about that game the other night. Uh, it's weird hearing someone else talk about that so close. Just, Beyond Two Souls isn't a game that ever comes up in conversation let alone in two separate conversations in two days. So it's, it's just, weird. I want to point that out. Um, it's weird that okay, twice. so Yeah, I don't know. So with this Star Wars game, it, it takes place during the High Republic. So it's an interesting setting that we don't see much media in. Um, and they, they're saying it's like action and adventure driven, story based, mm-hmm. multiple characters. So it seems like it could be very ambitious for this company. Um, yeah. Fingers crossed. <laughs> The, the 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 cinematic they showed looks very like non Star Warsy. It feels like they had to have it take place around prequel time, but wanted the same look that people like about Star Wars outside of the prequels. So it mm, it okay. has like it has recognizable prequel things in it, but the feel, the grittiness of just traditional Star Wars, very no. lived in, dirty. I'm not like a big Star Wars nerd. Is High Republic the prequel times? It's around, much? yeah. It's like before the prequel times, because okay. that's when everything started to go to shit. Um, and so, like right now, uh, Star Wars in general, they're doing a big push for High Republic. They have books, they have cartoons, they have comics, all kind are of. The, time are the books that. canon again, or? The, well, these new ones are. Yeah, the old like, okay. Splinter of the Mind's Eye still isn't, but like. Then again, who cares? I don't think anyone like what what's what is canon anyway? Yeah, it's like I reject uh, your canon, Lucas, and substitute yeah. my own. There you go. So anyway, new Star Wars, I guess. Um, we have twelve other Star Wars games coming out, so I guess we'll see what happens with those. Uh, hey, <laughs> I, hey, I will say I'm glad the property is not just in the hands of EA anymore. That so. that you know what I agree. I'm glad other companies, as shitty as they also might be, have the ability to make their own stories and and mm-hmm. adventures within this universe. Um, am I gonna care about all of them? Fuck no. But am I happy that it's not just EA fucking with Star Wars? Sure. Mm-hmm. Um. So now that aside, I know here's one that you're a fan of. Uh, Persona Four Arena. Yeah, and I know that like you're uh, supremely hating on it, even though Atlas look, is trying their best. Matt, they are so old. They just don't look, understand. They're look, trying. What, our, 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 our Big Daddy Jeff said that there are going to be four Elden Ring level announcements at the Game Awards, which is already like, there's no fucking way. There's yeah, no way. No, so no. I'm trying to figure out which of these four were, the, were those <laughs> announcements. But I, so I, I thought that when I first saw the 25-year anniversary of Persona thing come up, the little, little bumper it showed everybody, I'm thinking, oh shit, this is it. We're finally going to get ports of these games. We're going to get Switch titles. Uh, holy crap, I, here we go. I thought we were getting six for a moment, honestly. No fucking so, way. Yeah, no I way. Know, I, I thought. It's been a while since Persona 5 came out. What was that, 2017? Something like that? I think 2017, 18? I think Royale came out in uh, nineteen or something. Look, Persona didn't Persona Five originally come out on the three hundred and sixty though. That's a very good question. Or the PS four. Hold I up. I meant to say not not the three hundred and sixty, the PS four. Twenty sixteen, PlayStation four and PlayStation okay. three. 
five yeah, years. Yeah, released on PS3 right? in Japan. Yeah. Hmm. That's crazy. Yeah, it's 2016. Holy shit. Yeah, getting old. So, but that aside, though, when when it's a you know big anniversary, people set their expectations a bit high, I guess. Uh, so when I first saw Persona 4 come up, I'm thinking, holy shit, it's very possible they can actually bring all the Persona 4 games. So you have Arena, you have the dancing one, and then you have Persona 4 Golden. Bring all the big collective, you know, bring all that together, release a big Persona 4 collection with all the mm-hmm. Persona 4 content. Or you can release them all separately, whatever. It doesn't have to be a uh, the trilogy, Bundle. the definitive edition kind of deal. Mm-hmm. But, um, look, Persona 4 Golden was on the fucking Vita. Come on. So when I saw it was just going to be Arena, that was a real blow for me, personally, because I, I want the RPG. Um, it's fun that it's there. If it's not $60, I'll probably play it. But, I mean, you you like your your uh, some of your fighters. How do you feel about that? That, that was awesome for me. I was, I was riding high. I expected nothing, and Atlas gave me, like, something. Something to look forward to. Persona Arena is like a really high paced, like good fighting game. So it looks it looks like the kind of fighting game I like. Yeah. It's very yeah, it's high like energy. Very... I love I mm-hmm. love the animation. hmm You could do some wacky shit in it. So I'm a Mitsuru main, just throwing it out there. You can jump. Um, That's always good. Yeah, no, I'm psyched about it. I mean, I guess you're expecting a little bit more, but when I I set my expectations at supreme low, at zero, basically. I was uh, pleasantly surprised. I'll have to keep that in mind yeah. uh, moving forward in life. Have, I have that, no I, expectations. I, I sent you an audio clip, and you can hear uh, my one buddy Robbie in the background like screaming about it. Uh, anyway, let's let's fire off a couple more of these that I wanted to talk about. We have um, Have a Nice Death, a cute little Metroidvania. I like the art in that. Uh, yeah, definitely want to check that out when it comes out. Then we have uh, Slitterhead. I kind of love that title. It's such a fucking weird title. It seems like S-H. such a Japanese game. S-H. Shitterhead? Silent Hill. Slitterhead. Oh, yeah, there you go. Yeah, um, yeah this is the one that um, that Del Toro was uh, teasing. But, um, no, so this one, it's from the dude that did, you know, the original Silent Hill guy. Mm-hmm. And um, it's got uh, Kiriyamaoka uh, in there doing, uh, doing the music. I didn't like hey. the song in the trailer. That's fine. But, didn't, um, didn't both Del Toro and Kojima mention Silent Hill at the Game Awards, or am I just like hallucinating that? So Kojima came up and said, "I he's, Kojima's wearing a, a Matrix shirt, and he's like, I want to present my good friend Del Toro. And then Guillermo uh, Del Toro came up and said, oh boy, I love Silent Hill. Maybe we'll get mm, another Silent Hill game one day. Anyway, off, here's Toro. the award for some bullshit. Fuck off. Yeah, so I don't know, maybe maybe one day, but I doubt it. Um, but no, Slitterhead, uh, some Junji Ito vibes. Didn't really see that much gameplay, if that was gameplay at all. Like it, I, I can't get a read. It looks like The Sims, but with monsters, really. Um, <laughs> so who enough. knows? Who knows what the fuck that's going to be? Go- uh, they're making a Gollum game. It looks awful. Um, yeah. Again, it was just a cinematic, but I don't like his character design. Once you do mm-hmm. it right, it's hard to go back. Sonic Frontiers, we still got nothing with that, so nothing really to say there. Yeah. A bad day to be a Sonic fan, unless you like that trailer. Uh, the trailer now, ooh. Ooh, honey, Suicide Squad. That shit's looking good. It, it does that look pretty good. That shit's looking good. You know, we had to wait through, what, two in-game trailers with no gameplay to finally get this. I think it was worth the wait. It looks a lot better than I could have expected. Uh, I think the movement in the game looks great. You're you're jumping around, you're climbing shit, you're swinging on stuff, you're rocking mm-hmm. boots, you're doing twists and spins, and that looks like a lot of fun. We haven't seen... I, I don't think we've seen most of the... Uh, the locations the game has to offer. We've only really seen not. that city. Yeah, yeah, we've only really seen that city. But the city itself looks great. I I was just looking around and I'm like, no, no corner of this city looks the same. There's always something but, new, something different. You can tell they plus, put a lot of work into that. Plus, they've already set up an interesting like game loop. Um, for each boss battle, a different member of the league will, which will have different abilities that you have to fight against. Like, yeah, how you get to be out. dope. And uh, like, it's I'm excited be to see really... how they're gonna do that. Yeah, it's going to be really weird when you get to, like, Batman, Wonder Woman, and Superman, you know? I mean, the whole thing is weird, you know? Like, fighting the Flash, how is that going to work? Like, Yeah, I would imagine Batman, Wonder Woman, and Superman are going to be the last three villains that you fight. Probably. The last three heroes that you fight. Um, mm-hmm. Obviously, leading up to Superman. 
Um, but it it does seem like there's you know some brainiac. Like, it's not you know the heroes it's didn't just them. decide hey yeah, yeah they didn't just decide hey let's be evil. They were probably like taken over by brainiac. They got into Batman's computer. Yeah, I think um, there was some um some like veiny purple like scarring around the Flash's neck from what I remember. Yeah, yeah, I remember seeing something infected with something well also keep in mm. mind too um they put those uh they put those chips in the suicide squad's heads mm-hmm. so they can blow them up if they try to escape maybe somehow the justice league got those and brainiac hacked them i don't know how he couldn't hack the suicide squads but yeah um maybe that has something to do with it how else would brainiac get in there i don't know i know there have been some um episodes like justice league where brainiac would attack and like take over shit yeah, so, there, there, actually, there was that Brainiac ship in there. Now that I'm remembering, yeah, yeah, yeah so it's like the big about. ass eyes looking at you as you're right. going on your on your way there. I'm, I like how the roster of the Suicide Squad seems very tight. Everyone seems to have their own uh, own thing to do. Uh, Captain Boomerang, I don't think he used a single boomerang in that gameplay trailer. He was shooting. Yeah, a it was kind of weird. So, that was kind of weird. Come on, come on, lean into it. Shoot a boomerang gun for all I fucking care. But yeah. uh, no, I, <laughs> I, I, I am really looking forward to that now. Um, that I've seen some solid gameplay. It looks like a lot of fun. It looks like a lot of fun. Um, then moving on, we got a couple more here. Uh, Forspoken looks a lot better in this trailer. Uh, do you remember last year when they showed off Forspoken and the dialogue no. fucking killed it? No. Because it's it's that isekai game where that girl from our world gets like transported to a fairy tale land. Oh. Okay. The gameplay looks. It's very. It's it's definitely a Square Enix game. You can fucking tell. The gameplay yeah. looks awesome. But every single time she'd open her mouth, it would just be some like one liner like, <laughs> "Holy shit! I did I freaking shoot that laser? R O T F O L." And then in this oh. trailer, she didn't say a fucking word. She's just like, "I don't belong here. What do I do? Not guilty." Like, she she I think they noticed people didn't like that and they they uh, dumbed it down a bit. So I, I'm okay with her being surprised. But mm. man, so some of those lines were not fucking good. <laughs> Yes, but no, I think dialogue writers are not the best. So yeah, nah. but I do think the gameplay looks great. I I, I like a good uh, isekai story. You know, take somebody, throw them into a fantasy world, see what happens. It's it's always good fun. So definitely looking forward to that. If they do tone down some of that dialogue a bit, um, then uh, here's oh big disappointment for me. They they announced a Dune game and it looks awful. Mm-hmm. Um, they the announced Spice Wars. Spice Wars, which is a terrible name for a Dune anything. <laughs> Because it's just further connecting it to Star Wars. Um, there shouldn't be oh, the word war yeah. in anything Dune related. I hate that. They don't even say war. They they call them jihads in in the fucking in the book. But whatever. Um, it looks lame. It's like a tactical like Age of Empires looking kind of RPG board game deal. If it was just a board game, it'd be fun. But yeah. Hey, yeah, Spice Wars, baby. Doesn't sound like <laughs> the right genre. No. So. Uh, but then again, what is the right genre for Dune? I would probably like a visual novel. You know, like a Telltale game. Right, a Telltale game. Those are perfect. So yeah, Telltale. Come make, please apply make a that, boring Dune game. Apply that to everything. Well, actually, a Telltale game yeah. could be a lot of fun for Dune because Paul has yeah. his uh, you know his future side. He's got that prescience. Oh, that'd be great. Can they make a Telltale game of me interacting with my father? That would be awesome. Oh, that not even in games will you ever get that experience. <laughs> I think the closest you'll get to that is Hades. Darn. Yeah. <laughs> I do love my Papa Hades. Oh, well, it's all right. Not everyone can um, be happy. So finally here, what I want to talk about is uh, The Matrix Awakens. Uh, are you familiar? Did you see anything about that? Uh, no, I missed that announcement completely. Okay, so it's uh, it, it's a tech demo for Unreal Engine 5. Uh, no, uh, Unreal Engine 5 has been in the rumblings for a while, so I think a cool way for them to show it off would be to drop a free tech demo onto everybody's uh, PS5s. Okay. And uh, Xboxes, I, I guess they're on there too, but mm-hmm. um, it's uh, it, it's relatively short, but it everything's done in in engine. Um, people are saying that it's fantastic. That you definitely have to play it natively. You can't just watch it on your laptop to get the most out of it. But um, from what I saw with my broke ass, uh, no PS Five, have an ass. It looks like All a right. lot of fun. It seems very procedural in some points. You can run around a little bit and experience some stuff and get into cars and everything, but mm. the actual experience itself, I think, works as a really nice tech de- uh, tech demo. I'm glad it's free, and I'm glad people are enjoying it. Yeah, if you're a fucking Matrix fan, check it out, because I'm very much a Matrix fan. Can't wait for that new movie. That's fair. That's fair. I'm looking forward to it. I mean, even though I don't think it's going to be like anything crazy new, it's again, it's going to be them cashing out... God, I'm so pessimistic today. Damn. <laughs> it's <laughs> all right. It's usually, it's usually I, you. Yeah, I do have some faith in this in this new movie. It seems like it's going to be real meta. Also, it's 
they've never been shy about embracing the entirety of the Matrix franchise and whatever they do. You so mean like, like would... you mean like how Morpheus is dead because of an MMO quest? Good because of uh, yeah the uh, uh, fucking was it Matrix Online? Yeah, uh-huh. I would I I honestly would not be surprised if they tie that in. Um, but they, wasn't that they did. it didn't it turned out did. it was fake? Yeah. No, I thought. I I didn't hear about if it was fake. That that's what people are saying. That's why the guy is a different actor. Well, they it's do actually that. Morpheus's clone. There are a couple things. There are a couple ways that they can judge that up. Because again, like mm. if they're going the whole like angle of you know Thomas Anderson thinks that everything in the Matrix was a film that he made, and that's the the other machines kind of keeping him in that loop. Then maybe they could have recast Morpheus. You know, quote unquote. Um, in his but head they, yeah 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 so i i think it's going to be a very weird meta movie and it's definitely going to tie directly into the entirety of the matrix for better or worse mm-hmm. so if you don't like the sequels if you don't like the animatrix then you know tough titties but i'm looking forward to it it's heightened schlock it's heightened uh big action <laughs> entertainment yeah. um i'm gonna be there I, I i'm getting my ticket baby i can't wait um so all right so that's uh now that we're done talking about the matrix um Let's run through uh, just a couple of the winners here, and then we'll call it a day. Well, uh, I, I think we should also go over the cringy moments a little bit after the winners. Okay, well, I mean, um, cringe number one. I think it was a really bad decision to have Jim Carrey show up on a screen to he was choke wild. the audience. He, he was <laughs> He he was uh, projecting a bit there. It seems I'm not sure if that was improv because Ben Schwartz handled it really well. He's like, wow, right, great, Jim Carrey, isn't he doing all good? All right. He was funny. Were he you... was doing good. So it was fine. Uh, that movie looks fun, so we'll see. I don't know. I'm, I'm never gonna watch the last one again, but uh, right. Idris Elba's playing Knuckles. <laughs> Whatever. He sounded um, kind of weird when he dropped that line. Do you think I need your power? Do you think what? I need? Yeah. Well, that's that's the old uh, Idris Elba voice. He's not really changing that much for the character. Yeah. I, I mean, he, why would he? He did do a lot of research, though, respectfully. He oh, like sure. literally was asking questions. He was like, "So, what is Knuckles' motivation here? <laughs> you know, like, like it's a legit role, and you got to appreciate that, you know." <laughs> well, if we're gonna talk about cringe, I think uh, peak cringe would be uh, the dude from Shang Chi uh, going up with his phone. Oh my god! And he's distracted by Halo the whole time. He's like, "Oh, sorry and guys, I just I can't look away from my phone." A Halo on your phone? Like, what are you talking about? <laughs> like, yeah, it's like shut the it, fuck up. I just gotta it, go home. My my Xbox is home. Yeah, it's like, hey guys, video games, right? You guys know video games. It's like, shut up. Like, I like the actor. It's like, damn, that was cringy as hell. The pre-show, yeah, that... the pre-show, of course, is always bad. Most of the pre-show, they had uh, yeah, those two people outside on their old flip phones, uh, saying, yeah. "Hey, come hang out with us." It's like, who, who are you? Why, are you, why <laughs> do you have a dirty old flip phone? Uh, well, Matt, that's because they were sponsored by Verizon Five G. What, oh what was that God. line that I remembered from there? I don't know. I'm not in your Let brain. Let's see. see. I mean that I uh, that I sent to you. It was such a good line. <laughs> well, while you do that, I just saw that uh, Activision Blizzard workers announced an open-ended strike and union drive. The strike fund to support the work stoppage raised over one hundred thousand dollars in twelve hours. Good for them. Don't cross that picket line. Uh, good. Now, what was the quote? It's gonna be over five G's network. It's gonna be insane what yeah <laughs> like can we advertise for uh verizon any harder you know it's funny uh, i had a um i had a teacher uh or a professor back when i was at college who was talking about 5g like it was going to change the world she was like oh yeah with 5g if you if your kidney has a stone you can like blink and the internet would delete it and it's like no fucking way and she kept showing us these like these like conspiracy like it, she's definitely the kind of person that wouldn't get the vaccine because of 5g or she would think that like five G towers are causing COVID. Like she's just obsessed with with fucking five G. She's like, yeah, if you if you're riding your bike and like someone puts a stick in your spokes and you trip, uh, the internet will delete them and then it'll buy you a new bike on Amazon, uh, two day shipping. It, it's, it's like, like you are so dumb. I don't know how to like. Yeah, how are you a professor are. here? How are you a yeah. fucking professor? Go home. How, Go back to how are you functioning? Get the fuck out of oh, here! Get out of here actually... with your bowling. Should wear bowling shoes to class. <laughs> I I also have in my notes here. Um. You know, that they, they acknowledged the Skyrim meme. That was kind of funny from Bethesda. How could you not? They're, they're like, all right, well, we kind of ran out of uh, consoles to port uh, Skyrim to. He turns the camera, shakes his head like, no, we didn't. <laughs> like, it's yeah. still coming. But no, that's what cool they, they gave it all on? those codes. Uh, whatever, Whatever's coming next. I mean, whatever. The, like The play date? Yeah, the play date. 
somebody could mod Skyrim onto there. Um, somebody already put Doom on there. Doom can run on anything. It's the perfect code. Um, and then one final thing is like I love how Jeff Keighley really took like a half-hearted stand. I'm so proud of him. Like he really he, put like 50 percent of it into that. He definitely yeah. aimed that opening statement to video game communities and not companies. But yeah. you could tell it was yeah. like meant to. It was meant to like encompass both. But without pissing anyone off, that's giving him money to be at the show. He was just like these communities that are hateful these communities that offer bad work environments you know these communities it's like i knew he wasn't going to call it activision by name because the like president is literally on the board for the game awards or the ceo whoever it is um and also a lot of people a lot of people are saying that they're like oh well he can call out konami when his buddy uh, kojima can't be at the show it's like yeah yeah, konami they don't make games anymore so there's no threat it was like, safe. It was safe. There's no yeah, money involved. He's fine. Which, there will there there will still be a, a video game awards next year. Like this this is fine. If he calls out Konami, yeah, it's kind of, I mean, it's 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 cowardly, you know, mm-hmm. like. But yeah, that was, I forget what I was saying before you so rudely interrupted, but that's okay. No, I'm, I'm, I'm kidding. I'm kidding. <laughs> yeah. No, he took a really half-hearted stand. Fuck him. Whatever uh yeah that that's all i have for moments so yeah i mean most of the moments were just cringe um as you can expect they had the um that music video from that vr pop idol game that was terrible i must have missed that oh well i'm actually gonna post that i'm gonna post that on um on the instagram (laughs) also uh casuals underscore cast on instagram i guess we're gonna do that uh we're bringing that back so follow us on there but yeah i'm gonna we didn't say that last time did we uh no we huh. didn't we're rusty <laughs> yeah we're a bit crusty what can i say um here yeah that's it shit's being posted um so anyway yeah let's get into some of these winners here are you excited kenny do you do, do you care about any of these oh jesus fuck no they mean absolutely nothing it does it does nothing for me yeah because um whatsoever we- it was a very weak year. I was just excited to see Metroid win something. So let's let's run through these. Uh, audio design, Forza, you're in a car. Makes sense. Performance uh, goes to our dear Maggie from Resident Evil 8. Shout out to you. Very happy. She um, she got the she got the turkey. She won here. She won at the... Um, what was the one we covered last week? The Super uh, Epic Game Golden Gamecom. Joysticks. The Golden Joysticks. You know, I got to say, brilliant move calling the Game Awards the Game Awards. Because they just cornered the market. Because it's not like the Oscars are called the movie awards. Like mm-hmm. It's all encompassing. When you look up video game awards, you're going to get the game awards. You're not going to get the golden joysticks. So it really just like cornered, like monopolized, and ate up any single other it, potential video game awards ceremony. It also makes it feel more official. Like, this is the one that matters, even though none yeah. of them fucking matter. But I am going to start calling the Oscars the movie awards. Um, so anyway, Maggie and, won. And for her, very happy. And ninety percent of the Oscars will be uh, movie trailers. Oh God, I'm so not excited for the Oscars this year. <laughs> um, so both indie and indie debut uh, or debut indie go to Kina Bridge of Spies. Uh, I, it's a Sony slash Epic Games backed game. Uh, that, okay, good. You Whatever. got a big budget and you were able to make something with your budget that you were handed. Mm-hmm. Um, I really wish Loop Hero or Inscription won. Um, best action game Returnal. That's cool. Very uh, interesting looking game. I think uh, those mechanics are a lot of fun. I can't wait to play it eventually. Okay. Uh, art direction, Deathloop, makes sense. I like that James Bondy 60s kind of vibe. Mm-hmm. Um, player's Choice, uh, if you recall, they, they have a Player's Choice category. It went to Halo Infinite, a game that ha- wasn't what didn't just come out like a day or two officially it, before the, the campaign officially just came out. Yeah. yeah, it officially just came out and it got Player's Choice. It's fucking troglodytes. Um, best RPG goes to Tales of Arise. Okay, what was the what was the competition? Fucking Cyberpunk. Shimagami Tensei. Yeah. Sure. Whatever. Good. Good. Good on you, Tales of Arise. You did it. I, I bet. Wasn't that a Square Enix game? They got it. I don't think so. <laughs> whatever. But it's something. Whatever. Um. Maybe it's Arc Systems. Uh, multiplayer mm-hmm. goes to It Takes Two. Uh, happy about that. Sure. Uh, that Makes also sense. took. That also took Best Family Game, uh, which was the Nintendo Award, so good for you. It took another um, one, but we'll get to that. Yeah. Then uh, we have uh, Best Mobile Game, Genshin Impact. Okay, sure. Narrative goes to Guardians of the Galaxy. 
comic book Fair. game got narrative that makes sense um action adventure metroid very happy about that doug bowser looked very nervous as to the fact that it was his first time being in front of a crowd since he took o- uh, took over reggie's place um very interesting to think about but uh mm. yeah he, he was a shaky little man and they teamed him up with that <laughs> basketball player so he looked even shakier he was like a chihuahua standing next to a pit bull <laughs> it was great um Ongoing as end community support went to Final Fantasy fourteen makes a lot of sense. A lot of people are just getting into that now. And so, Walker, sure. yeah, yeah. Uh, inclusive and sports game goes to Forza, which actually I'm I'm happy it won for sports because whatever it's racing, it's hardly a mm-hmm. sport, but it's the, at least an interesting sports game. It's not FIFA twenty one, and mm-hmm. I didn't realize that game had a fucking sign language translator just like built into it. There's like okay. a little homie at the corner just, you know, signing away for ASL. So, yeah, That's sure. That's awesome. Win for most ex- uh, inclusive. I like that. Um, then we have Best Direction goes to Deathloop. Makes sense. Seems like a lot of mm-hmm. fun. Um, I'm sure that building that narrative around all those little scenarios with the other uh, player uh, would have been difficult. So, good on you. Best Family Game goes to It Takes Two. I already said that. Not uh, Nintendo fighting this year. Game. No, Fighting Game. Uh, you're a fan. You're a Guilty Gear one. I never, I never thought it wasn't going to. There's nothing else in that category that can compare. That's a good point. Yeah, we had no uh, Marvel vs. Capcom three this year. Yeah. Uh, whew, we have uh, VR was Resident Evil four VR, which is not a shock at all. Um, I heard that game is awesome. I really want to get a VR for that. So mm-hmm. eventually, I'll get that Oculus too. Fingers crossed. Uh, we'll see. Uh, most anticipated second year in a row, Elden Ring. Um. I feel like we've seen so much of Elden Ring already. And also, what a weird decision to show a story trailer, to premiere a story trailer at the Game Awards. Wouldn't you want to see more gameplay? They showed game. I mean, I feel like they showed enough gameplay with the test. Yeah, you, know, but you could see a lot of gameplay out there. At the gate, like, the first fucking trailer they showed was the same that they showed this time. It was just a bunch of, like, you know, swooping shots of, like, characters doing something. It's like, whatever. I, I mean, I haven't seen it, but I'm sure there's, like, YouTubers, like, picking apart it, like, Vadi Vidya for the lore right now, you know? Sure. Uh, and then finally, uh, Game of the Year goes to It Takes Two, which I'm, I'm you know what I'm happy about. It's a weird game. It mm. kind of reminds me of when uh, Shape of Water won for Best Picture. It's like this weird game you didn't think would unexpected. win, but it did. Yeah, yeah it's, it, it's a pleasant, pleasantly unexpected. You know, Resident Evil didn't win. I wish Metroid won. Yeah. Uh, now, so yeah, good, good on It Takes Two. Quick question. I didn't watch uh, the end of it. Uh, how energetic... Uh, was that dude you know the dude oh yeah he was uh, freaking out he was like i wanted to thank my kids he goes if you don't have kids then go go get kids (laughs) i love that guy yeah i love that guy i'm i'm so happy for him because he just seems like he was having a ball like he got up he like ripped his mask off he was like screaming he ran up there and grabbed (laughs) the award and shoved up his urethra he was so happy yeah good Um, for him yeah yeah happy little foreign guy uh so yeah, no, definitely happy that uh, it takes two one. Hopefully, um, that steers the industry in more of a creative way when it comes to what games they're pushing out. Uh, but I doubt it. I I doubt it too. But I honestly hope like people start speaking and voting with their money, and we see less and less Call of yeah. Duties, Vanguards, and Battlefield twenty forty twos, and more <sighs> it takes two. So. Well, we, I, I, per, I mean, personally, I want to see more Ubisoft ports or whatever the fuck they're calling it. They're little oh, NFTs. Oh, love it. Oh, NFTs. <laughs> Yo, I actually just spent like my entire like life savings on an NFT. It's a save cool that. Monkey. It'll be yeah. it'll be worth double. Yeah, and guys, uh, if you right click it, that doesn't mean you own it. Yeah, keep Nerds. that in mind, idiots. Um, yeah. So that's it. That's the video game awards. It was not good. Uh, it was very dull, very lackluster. I, I let's play a game called uh what were the four uh announcements kenny do you want to play that game i think it was okay. golem i think it was uh dune the spice wars it was persona 4 arena and texas chainsaw those are the big four announcements that jeff thought everyone would love i think sonic frontiers was potentially on that list i don't think texas chainsaw was that i no, think I'm actually with you. <laughs> here's here's mine slitterhead um sonic frontiers and what was the first one you said we saw landscapes of sonic frontiers we didn't even see any gameplay but, man. but i we're in jeff's mind now right okay we're going, we're going to what jeff thinks okay and i think sonic frontiers was on that list for him because he was hyping up the sonic announcements yeah he was really really oddly excited about sonic it seems um mm-hmm. i mean good good for him but yeah. not for us <laughs> anyway yeah. 
Uh, so I gotta take a dump. Um, I think we're pretty much wrap it up. Yeah, yeah, I was gonna say let's let's wrap it up because we're pretty much good here. And then um, next week we'll we'll or next episode we'll do our wish list and everything. And uh, yeah, you go right to the dump afterward. (laughs) Gotcha. All right. But yeah, so. I, I don't know what he I don't know what he has in mind. I, I don't know what he had in mind, what he thought was gonna be so amazing. Um if they again, if Sonic Frontiers had more gameplay, it was just like a little more than what we saw in the last trailer, because yeah. the last trailer was just cinematic, so I don't know. Yeah. But either way, that's the fucking game awards. Yeah. Maybe I, the Matrix Awakens was one. I don't know. But yeah, that's the game awards. Um uh, Real quick before we head out, I really wish that like we could have a better energy about these shows that they provided us. With something to be optimistic and hype about, so we're not always like being pessimistic and be like, "Oh, this fucking sucks." But they really have to do better. So yeah, well, this—I don't think this is on us. I mean, there's plenty. You know, Kenny, I'm gonna say there's plenty of games that I know we're both excited for that are and could possibly be coming out in 2022. But we're gonna get to that next episode. So cliffhanger. If you wanna know what happens next, Mm -hmm. uh, listen next time we do one of these. All All right. right. We still don't know how to end an episode. Catch you nope. guys around. Um, yeah, go go follow us on Instagram. Why don't you? Casuals underscore cast. I don't post on there. I'm lazy. Um, but you'll also find out when new episodes are up uh, through the Instagram. So be one of the 37 people on there. Be cool and follow us. Uh, thank you guys so much for listening. Uh, ladies, gentlemen, everyone in between, have a great week. And if I don't see you, uh, go play Yakuza like a dragon. Love you. Bye. That's a good one. Love you. Bye.